0: Practical spirituality.
1: Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
2: Get ready to expand your alignment with Source. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Here's your host, Ray Zander. Welcome everyone to another edition of Everyday Attraction. This is your feel-good sister, Ray. I'm flying solo this week, and I'm actually in kind of a different atmosphere than I've been before. I'm recording the show outside, (laughs) in my backyard. It is one of those hot, hot summer nights when the house starts to release the heat after a hot day, and it's almost warmer inside than it is out and no it is it's warmer inside the house than out and the sun is setting and I thought you know what I'm just going to record our show tonight (laughs) sitting outside in my backyard so you might hear cars going by or my dog barking at the occasional something or other in the bushes or my husband yelling at the television but this is everyday attraction And we're here to talk about some leading edge ideas and significant ways to improve our life experience by remembering who we are. And so what I'd like to do in this summer night is do a listening party, a listening party to some recent Abraham workshops as we listen to these leading edge teachers remind us who we are and help us get out of whatever thought pickle we got ourselves into. It's really an extraordinary opportunity to have this kind of knowing, these kinds of teachers at our disposal to make this life even more scrumptious. So welcome to an Abraham summer night listening party with your feel-good sister, Ray. Let's jump right in. The first track that I wanna explore is one that i heard at a recent workshop in boston massachusetts for those of you who might be listening to the show for the first time we dive deep into the teachings of abraham and that's abraham-hicks.com an extraordinary extraordinarily fantastic channel coming through a wonderful and amazing woman by the name of esther hicks how it happens why it happens it's really not that important what's in important is the information that's coming through her and how it resonates with you and how what they're saying at some deep part of your mind you already knew. You're just remembering yourself and these extraordinary teachers simply deliver us back to ourselves. And they were talking at this recent workshop in Boston. You can get a recording of this over at their website at abraham-hicks.com they were talking about the concept of commitments. And this is kind of an interesting idea when you know the fundamentals of the teachings of Abraham, because they teach that doing what feels good is the most important way to stay in alignment and to stay close to your inner being, to see through the eyes of source. But when we make commitments, through time, sometimes what felt good initially might change. And so how is it that we keep commitments and still keep an alignment? That's what we're going to explore tonight in this first segment of Everyday Attraction. Let's jump in and listen to this person who sat in a hot seat just recently to ask this very question, what about commitments?
1: So... (laughs) My question is regarding commitment. Following your seminars and tapping into source, I let go of control, so I'm a recovering control freak. And I have created a beautiful life. The entrepreneur in me built two successful businesses. We keep growing, keep helping people, it's wonderful. Where I'm questioning is when people ask me why I do the things I do. Because in typical leadership they say, find your why. And all these wonderful things only happened when I let go of my why. And I was just, because I can, because it feels good, because it's satisfying. Well, that's why. Yeah. So here's my question. You didn't let go of your why, that is the why. Yeah. Yeah. So here's my kind of segue to that, is if I'm only doing things because they feel satisfying and it's propelling my life and it's wonderful, what about commitment? Because sometimes after a first date, me um sometimes you know first day of training a new employee me but the patience perseverance and you know the commitment that i make to these people i think long term still feels good so where's that buffer zone between the transition into the feeling good well maybe it's not as separate as you're
0: making it out to be as in the conversation that we just had when you care about someone and they're experiencing something less than they want Not only do they put something in their vortex, but you put something in your vortex about them. And that's your commitment. We would like you to see your commitment as hooking up to the energy that can do something about something. We enjoyed the conversation just now so much because our friend is almost demanding, or at least he's trying to encourage Source to do what you do on behalf of someone who is asking for it. And we want you to understand that that's the commitment the Source has to you. When we say, when you ask, it is given, we are not kidding. But you've got to make the commitment to be in vibrational alignment with that. You see, source is not committing to you. You'll identify what you want, and then we'll do it all for you. What source is committing to you is life out here on the leading edge helps you to define more of the leading edge life that you want. And we'll, source, hold the vision of it that's our commitment to you your commitment to source and to the vision must be i will find alignment with where i am going which means i must let go of where i am so that's what mixes people up if your commitment has to be toward where you're going and by commitment we mean what you think about what you find vibrational alignment with it can't be in opposition to it commitment it's an interesting word to introduce into this conversation and yet really 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 a good one most people are committed under the influence of something that doesn't help when you're committed under the influence of something that does help you're a powerful
1: influential leader that makes perfect sense yes so it brings me to when it comes to relationships for example (laughs) which is funny that's where I think I am why I am avoiding a romantic relationship because life is so great feels so good (laughs) so if if I'm committed to the person but you see
0: all that's happening let's sort this out a little bit here because through life you've created a magnificent relationship And we'll just give you some of the highlights, of course you already know it, but is someone who continues to evolve, someone who does their own thing and allows you to do your own thing, someone who likes deliberate creation, someone who wants to be involved, someone who's mindful about the way they think, someone that's who's sensitive to their own emotions, somebody that's able to stay in alignment with themselves and doesn't depend upon you to create a certain condition for them to respond to. In other words, there are all kinds of things that experience, that you've had with relationships has caused you to ask for. So you've created the perfect relationship, but you also have some beliefs that are in the way. Beliefs like, I'll have to compromise. Well, we didn't say anything about compromise. We talked only about harmonize. We talked only about cooperative components gathering together. But because you've had some relationships where you had to give up some of what you wanted because you didn't know then what you know now, so you're dragging forward what you didn't know then into what you do know now, but now you're changing what you do now know to what you didn't know then. Do you follow that? You didn't know it then, so you weren't good at it. You know it now and you are good at it, but when you bring those beliefs forward, then you say, oh, this strangles me. I don't want to be dependent upon anybody or anybody to be dependent upon me. I don't want to have to ask permission or even seek cooperation. I don't want to compromise. Everybody says relationship is about compromise. Well, a relationship that is about compromise is about you being willing to be under some other influence your own vortex and that your own desire you here and if you're willing to give up the influence of your alignment to some other influence then you're not going to be satisfied and you're right but you've come too far no, in no other way. words the way we would describe you is not as someone who is not willing to have a relationship we would describe you as someone who's not willing to have the kind of relationships that you've had before And we would describe you as someone who has created an entirely different relationship because of the relationships that you've had before. So we would describe you as someone who's crystal clear about what you want, who has the capacity to stay in satisfaction, because in satisfaction the universe can only deliver to you those experiences that harmonize with what you want. You can't get that other kind of relationship from where you are now unless you keep talking about that other kind of relationship. Mm -hmm. Can't be. You get it? I totally get it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Something more? No. <laughs> really good. Really good.
2: Love these teachers. So we just listened to a segment from a recent workshop in Boston, Massachusetts. And again, you can check out all of that, those segments on their website at abraham it's interesting when your why becomes about what you're feeling and how you're feeling good. When your why is because it feels good, it can get tricky. Because what if a commitment you made isn't feeling good anymore? And what, what happens when you start to question a commitment that no longer fits with who you are? I love how Abraham in this clip kind of does the pancake flip again. They kind of make you think of commitment from a whole different vantage point. So rather than struggling with a commitment around a person or a situation, they ask you to back up and really think about your commitment to source, your commitment to the energy that creates worlds to finding a way to see the broader knowing, to commit to to stepping back and seeing through the eyes of source. That's the commitment they're interested in. It's about committing to your own aligned thinking. Committing to your own aligned thinking. That's the commitment they're interested in. Then the rest of it, All the who's and the where's and the what's it just takes care of itself. It almost becomes none of your business. Source has already committed to you. I love that. Let that sink in. Source, who you really are, the big S, has already completely committed to who you are and what it is that you want. But you're going to need to chill. You're going to need to relax. You're going to need to trust. You're going to need to know somewhere deep inside your bones that it's done. Because when you do that, you can line up with the informed direction of where source is leading you. Step by step, intuition by intuition, pivot by pivot, you're led, you're guided. Because you've committed to that broader knowing and that broader knowing has committed to you. The rest of it, it's not your business. It will fall into place. Your job is about this commitment and the rest of it will show itself. I loved how they talked about it's really aligning with where you're going, not where you are. It's committing to The vision and the feeling and the tone of where you want to be, not where you are. And that requires some imagination. That requires some discipline of focus. That requires turning your cheek to what is that doesn't please you or doesn't serve you. And it's not about using old beliefs that stem from where you have been. It's about committing to the desire done in faith. To the unseen. To the vibrational reality that they talk about so beautifully. It is about a commitment to the unseen. It is about a faith that feels the vibrational reality first, knowing that that cooking is what speeds up the molecules and the momentum for the physical to take hold and present it to yourself and present it to yourself. But it's not going to be a big leap because if you're already knowing, if you're only committed to where it is that you're going, then when it comes, it's like the next logical step. There you are. There you are. But it starts and it stems from that initial commitment to the vibrational reality of what you have asked for, because you know that Source is committed to you. What? A fabulous tango. I love that second section of this track too when they start talking about commitments and relationships. Oh boy, that's a really deep dive. Do you believe that compromise is necessary for a commitment, for a committed and successful relationship? Or is that just an old belief system that keeps playing itself out right before your technicolor eyes. Isn't that an interesting conundrum? If you believe that compromise is absolutely essential to a committed or successful relationship, congratulations. You've now decided on a belief that will play itself out and require compromise for a successful relationship. Hello, Metaphysics 101. That which you believe will be outpictured. Good news is, we can step back and decide. What if instead of looking to my past to form a commit, to conform, to form a belief that compromise is necessary? What if I were to step back and commit to that broader knowing? And commit to a belief that says harmonizing is key to a strong, committed relationship. And what is harmonizing? Not harmonizing with the other person. Not harmonizing with trying to make everything work with that other person. Whether it be romantic or otherwise. It's about harmonizing with source. It's about harmonizing with your inner being. It's about telling a different story than what's unfolded before. And most important, what I love about this section is this commitment to being under the influence of source energy, to being under the influence of broader consciousness, of infinite intelligence, being under the harmonious influence, and then all relationships take care of themselves. It's remarkable. But don't take my word for it. Test it out. And see that harmonizing with your source is what makes all relationships flourish. Not trying to make them work or control the other person or control how you are with the other person. When we harmonize with source, we bring out Exactly what it is that we need when we need it from all our relationships. Under the influence. What influence are you under? Are you under the influence of a past belief? Are you under the influence of the last two relationships that didn't work out? Are you under the influence of your mother, brother, sister? Are you under the influence of family lore, ancestral knowing? (laughs) Are you under the influence of your present, fresh, in the moment connection to your inner being, to that higher knowing? Are you under the influence, under the influence of the power that creates worlds? Are you under the influence of that broader consciousness that is always going to tell you you're in the right time at the right place with the right people to have everything it is that you're wanting. It's a settling. It's a settling into that energy and enjoying the journey under the influence. I went to go see Abraham live in San Francisco a couple weeks ago. Maybe one of the shows upcoming will go through the highlights of that particular workshop. It was extraordinary, as it always is. And as Abraham was teaching, they decided that they were going to send everyone in the audience the under the influence sticker for the car. Now, of course, it's not a bumper sticker because Esther thought better of that. Probably not good to put us with bumper stickers that say under the influence. But it's a reflective sticker or card that goes on your dashboard and and it's reflected into the windshield and it basically says under the influence and I've really been enjoying when I get into the car remembering am I under the influence of that email that I just got am I committed to being under the influence of source energy and how is it that I know I'm in that mode that receiving mode That's really where we release control and in a beautiful, magical way, find what it is that we're wanting. It's really interesting to watch yourself unfold throughout the day and question, what am I under the influence of? And if you're having a negative emotion, you know right then and there whatever you've been thinking for the last 20 minutes or 30 minutes or the whole morning. It's not under the influence of source. It's under the influence of a lesser knowing. Of a smaller, more compact, not satisfying influence. And you can shake it off. And start again. That proverbial reset button that's always available to us. So I love this idea of commitment. This whole idea of. Committing to one thing and one thing only, being under the influence of source. Committing to training my thoughts, to training my emotions, to line up with that source energy. That's my only commitment. The other commitments that I've made to business or family or friends, they will unfold in a way that works for everyone involved. That's the promise. That's the knowing that when you're under the influence of source, when you're committed to being under the influence of source, the details get worked out and everyone gets what it is that they're wanting. How it happens, not my job to know. Just my job to commit to being under the influence of source To finding the thoughts and the feelings that know that I'm in the right time, at the right place with the right people and everything is unfolding perfectly. And that even if something is full of contrast and not looking how I want it to look, to trust that in that moment I can stay connected to Source and watch the contrast unfold. Knowing that even that is serving me. That delicious step five that Abraham has been talking so much about. That ability to be in the midst of contrast, the midst of something completely unwanted. But not lose our commitment to source. Not lose our commitment to listening to source. To being in communion with that broader knowing. And be guided through the contrast. And out of it, we get clarity. We get pivots. We get realizations. We get new rendezvous points. You really can't miss. But what they're really telling us is there's really only one commitment to have. And that is to this inner knowing. To this inner being. To this positive, pure positive energy that surrounds you. That is you that's never been harmed, that's never been put down, that's never experienced anything less than full connection to the universe. Pretty cool stuff. (laughs) Again, we've been listening to a track from a Boston workshop just recently here in 2018. And you can go to their website at abraham-hicks.com. And we also encourage you to pop over to our website. We've got some fantastic ways for you to stay in alignment and stay committed to that broader consciousness. We've got our wonderful essential oils that are using plant medicine, the wonderful non-resistant plant medicine to make our brains release the repetition and the belief systems that keep us stuck. So go to everydayattraction.com and check out some of the fantastic essential oils we have for you. And we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the power of satisfaction, continuing to riff on what Abraham has been telling us. When you feel satisfied, you're in receiving. We'll be right back. You're listening to Everyday Attraction with your feel-good sister,
1: experience the difference unity online radio the voice of an awakening world
2: you're listening to unity online radio this programming is made possible through the generous donations of listeners like you if you feel inspired by this programming we invite you to contribute Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate to make your offering today. Thank you for your support.
1: Too often, people desire prosperity but are not willing to pay the price. What is the price? It is sharing, giving, loving, and caring. Prosperity needs an inflow and an outflow, just as a body of water does if it is to remain fresh and clean. As we create an outflow by giving in love, we experience the inflow of a greater awareness of good in our lives. Perhaps you've been led to believe that for every winner in this game we call life, there must be a loser. The truth is that you rarely lose by giving. In giving freely without thought of return, we set in motion a great momentum of goodness. When we give, everyone is a winner. You have something unique to offer the world, something no one else can give. Whatever your gift, Know that it is precious. Give it freely. Share it in love.
0: This message has been brought to you by the Association of Unity Churches International. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org.
2: Would you like to show your support for Unity Online Radio? You can donate easily on your phone by texting the word VOICE to 50555 and donate $10 to support Unity Online Radio. It's easy to do, and your offering will help us keep inspirational and positive programming on the air. Remember, just text the word VOICE to 50555 and support your favorite shows on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening
1: world. Follow Unity Online Radio on Facebook and Twitter and stay up to date with all your favorite shows. Become a fan by clicking the Like button. You can join in with a Facebook Live event or just like and share our post. Be the first to find out about any big special guests that might be appearing on the air or any events at Unity Village. We want to hear from you. Make sure you leave any questions or comments about Unity programming. Thanks for listening. If you're looking for cutting-edge health information, make
2: sure you join Dr. Evelyn Higgins every Monday at 11 a.m. Central here on Unity
1: Online Radio. On The Dr. Evelyn Higgins Show, you will look at your health from all angles, the physical, spiritual, emotional, and intellectual. Dr. Higgins is an internationally recognized expert on health and wellness with over 29 years in clinical practice. Join the show with your questions and comments. The doctor is in. Tune in every Monday on Unity Online Radio. Call now with your question or comment. 816 251 3555. That's 816 251 3555. Welcome back to Everyday Attraction with Ray Zander.
2: Welcome back to everyday Attraction. This is your feel good sister Ray. and We're doing kind of a a summer night Abraham listening party. I've actually moved my little studio outside into my backyard where it's cool, and the cool breeze is happening much cooler than my very warm summer house that is continuing to release its heat from the day. You might hear some cars passing in the background and occasional barking of my dog here in the backyard but I really wanted to share with you some extraordinary tracks that Abraham has released recently from some of their workshops and just helping to hone us in on key components to frankly living an extraordinary life where what you want comes to you without efforting without stress without sacrifice without negotiation that ends up being, uh, you know, a life that isn't really truly full on. And one of the most recent concepts that they've been talking about, probably in the last, I don't know, 10 or 12 workshops, you know, I listen to everything. (laughs) Um, They've been really talking about This word satisfaction. Now, we talked about it a couple weeks ago on on a past show, this idea of what it means to commit to satisfaction, to turn to satisfaction, not about necessarily what it is that you're wanting, because if there's something you're desiring, chances are pretty high that you don't got it. So it's not about being satisfied with not having what you want. That's not what we're talking about. This is not happy face sticker on an empty gas tank kind of BS. This is, this is not just be happy no matter what. No, we're not talking about that. What we're really talking about is finding a way to resonate satisfaction in small moments within your day around smaller things that are happening all around you. And calling in those morsels of satisfaction as a way to get into the receiving mode. Because frankly, source is always satisfied. I know that is very hard to swallow when you look at the chaos and the tragedy and the really extreme contrast going on in our universe at any one time or place. But remember, source energy sees the big picture. It sees the end. The unfolding, it sees the opportunity that the contrast is offering us. It sees that we are eternal beings popping in and out of these life forms for our own expansion and learning and knowing and joy. So it has that broader viewpoint. It is satisfied with the evolution. And believe me, I know as a human, that is so hard to swallow sometimes. But let's listen to these teachers. Let's see if we can take in what they're saying about the power of tapping into the energy of satisfaction as a way into the receiving mode, as a way into a connected experience with your source energy to not only enjoy your life more, but to receive everything that you've been asking for with ease and flow. Sound good? All right. Let's play a little bit from a recent Boston, Massachusetts workshop from Abraham. Again, we always encourage you to go to their website at Abraham-Hicks.com order everything that they offer, go on every cruise and every event you can because it's just the most wonderful material you'll hear. But let's drop in and listen to this wonderful segment about the power of satisfaction. So we
0: know it isn't easy to live in a body where you are accustomed to focusing and feeling and focusing and feeling and observing and feeling and observing and feeling we're just giving you the bigger picture we just want you to understand that there's something else that you've created we'd like you to know that there's something else you could give your attention to we'd like you to look for the positive aspects that you already feel satisfied about you could have 10 major subjects in your life and one of them like esther with her floor not satisfying but nine others that do and you could focus on any of the other nine consistently enough that then you deactivate that and that one would take care of itself because when you have a desire that desire will become for you unless you are in the way we'll say it again we'll say it not maybe louder but again (laughs) when you have a desire in your vortex and you do And it's not coming about. It's only not coming about because you are in the way with your thought. And when you are no longer in the way with your thought, then it will come about. So every desire will come about unless you are in the way. Nobody else is ever in the way. It's just you in the way.
1: So here is my finances, and here's my
0: health, my family, my friends, my beach, my dog. Just focus on all those wonderful things and just don't think about the money. And money's one of those things. That's money little, is the biggest. It's a little yeah. rough not to think about because every day, money, 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 but money, we, money. But we. Money, but money. I'm okay with my. Like I'm not. I've been in a place in the past where we won't go there. That there, I I was very worried about it because there wasn't a, enough to do what I needed to feed my family. Whatever. You might be hearing it. Here's the thing. Do you accept that your inner being feels good about the things you're asking for? Does it follow that when you feel satisfied, that you are in the vicinity of where your inner being is? Have we convinced you that satisfaction will get you to what you want? Yes, feeling good. Have we convinced you? Yes. Well, we don't want you to say it if we haven't convinced you. So we're just going to say it because we know it. When you feel satisfied, you're offering no resistance. And when you're offering no resistance, you're moving in the direction of your desires. Let's just say this really clearly. If all of that is true, and it is, And if feeling satisfied more of the time is all that is necessary, then doesn't it just follow that I stay off the subjects that are unsatisfying and more on the ones that are? Are there any television programs that bother you? Do you watch them anyway? (laughs) Or do you gravitate to things that are more satisfying? We want to find some way of saying it so that you can hear it, that since satisfaction is the key, to your allowing everything that you want. It's satisfaction that's the key. It's not thinking about money that's the key. It's not cleaning up the beliefs that are in your way about money that is the key. Because when you try to get to the bottom of what's wrong, there's no bottom. It just becomes more and more and more. We're just gonna offer a series of statements and we know you're gonna get this. I want more money and I don't have enough. I want a lover and I don't have a lover. I want clarity and I've got confusion. In other words, we're just stating the two ends of the stick. Every subject has two ends of it, wanted and absence of wanted. I want more money and I don't have enough. I want to be satisfied. I want more money and I don't have enough. I want to be satisfied. I want a lover and I can't find a lover. I want to be satisfied. I want to feel better in my body. I don't feel good in my body. I want to feel satisfied. Now, we want you to detach the money from the idea of satisfaction and the missing lover from the idea of satisfaction. And the things that are not the way you want them in your body from your idea of satisfaction because we're not saying you need to be satisfied about your body to get the body that you want or you need to be satisfied about the money to get the money you want or you need to be satisfied about the lover because that isn't possible. As you stand in the absence of what you want, you can't find satisfaction, but you've got to find satisfaction to let it in. So you have to find some way of separating the subject of lack from your state of allowing in order to be in the state of allowing. Do you get that? So somebody will say, did you find your lover? Oh, I'm not thinking about that. Till now, till now, you just reactivated the absence of my lover right here in my life experience. Thank you very much. So you get the idea of it? There are so many things to feel satisfied about. And eventually you'll reach the place, and not very long from now really, that when satisfaction is what you want, I want satisfaction more than I want money. Wait, I want satisfaction more than I want money. I want satisfaction more than I want a lover. I want satisfaction. In fact, all of those things that I think I want because I think I will feel better in the having of them. I want satisfaction because satisfaction is alignment and alignment brings everything. Yeah. So you're getting closer to you're getting closer to really knowing what we mean about this. And so it doesn't take very much of that just really Avoiding the subjects that will lean in a place of discomfort and Activating subjects that lean in the direction of satisfaction before you'll be so accustomed to satisfaction Satisfaction will be your natural tone. It will be your set point It will be your go-to feeling It will be who you usually are So much so that you'll be able to find satisfaction even on the subjects that are currently difficult You'll be able to stand in the absence of of the money that you want in utter satisfaction. Now, that's how your inner being does for you. Your inner being knows what you want and knows where you are, but feels no dissatisfaction about where you are because your inner being knows what you're in the process of becoming. And you could do that too. If we could convince you that the joy is in the journey, then you'd stop worrying about any place that you're not already too. I didn't feel like it was walking around worried or dissatisfied. That's we know you part. didn't, yeah. and yet your thoughts were scattered, and you're not getting what you want because you're not in touch with how you're really feeling about these things that matter to you, and now maybe you have a better opportunity to do it, because the fact is you had a lot more dissatisfaction going on than you would even cop to. You had a lot more dissatisfaction. Everyone does. You have a lot more dissatisfaction going on than you want to admit to because logically you think, well, if I'm the creator of my own reality, I wouldn't do that to myself. Well, you are. You're the only one that is doing anything to yourself. You're doing it to yourself. You're doing it to yourself and not even knowing you're doing it. And the reason you don't know you're doing it is because you think it's about the money and the lover and the wedding, and it's not. It's about satisfied, 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 because... Step one is, life causes you to ask for what you want, and you do all your work. All your creative work happens in step one. This happens, you prefer this. This happens, you prefer this. you sorting it out in step one. Step two is, source becomes the vibrational equivalent of everything that you've put into the vortex. And law of attraction summons all of the cooperative components. So step two is, when you ask, it is given. Every single time, immediately, there is a vibrational version of it. Step three is, you've got to translate that vibrational version into thoughts and actions and impulses because you want the journey you want your hands in the clay of turning these thoughts into things so step three is you find satisfaction for a minute you find satisfaction step four is you're so good at it that that's where you usually are You're the master of satisfaction. Satisfaction and the receiving mode are one and the same thing. When you are satisfied, you are in the receiving mode. If you are dissatisfied, you are not in the receiving mode. So if you're going to allow yourself to witness your thoughts turning to things, you've got to be in the receiving mode so that you can comprehend those thoughts turning to things. You can't be under the illusion or under the influence of the absence of what you want and allow what you want into your experience. Does this make sense to you? Yes. Yes. Does it? Yeah. So when you acknowledge that, do you acknowledge, we've been telling you this story for a while, so you put into the vortex, and then we said to you for a while, in fact, we wrote two books about this, get into the vortex, get into the vortex, where you can't see it or hear it or smell it or taste it or touch it, but you'll be able to feel it, and when you get into the vortex, what are you feeling? Satisfaction, feeling satisfaction, you're not feeling the absence of what you want, you're feeling the presence of what you want. So when you're in the vortex, you're in the receiving mode. When you're feeling satisfaction, you're in the receiving mode. So here's this vortex all full of what you want, this very high frequency, and you're complaining about something. You're not in the vicinity. And how do you know you're not in the receiving mode? Because you're not feeling satisfaction. But what if you're enjoying a sunset? You're in the receiving mode. The sunset didn't last very long, Abraham. Now you're on the beach. You're feeling satisfaction. Well, this is a little bit of conditional living we're encouraging you to. That's like you have to just go do things that feel good to you, and then you'll be in the receiving mode all the time. That's not what we're talking about, although that does help. We would do as much as we could do to be as satisfied as we could be, as much as we could be satisfied. We'd be doing all of that. We encourage you to pamper yourself and be nice to yourself as much as you can. It will enhance your being in the receiving mode. But we also would encourage you to take time to think no thought because when you're thinking no thought then you're no longer doing that thing you do that's keeping you out of the receiving mode and when you're no longer doing that thing you do that keeps you out of the receiving mode your vibration rises you're in the vibrational equivalency of your inner being and you are satisfied you see what we're getting at it's so natural to be satisfied you're like a cork that wants to float hold it under the water if you want to but let go boom right back up there where you belong you see and so, unless you're doing that thing that you do that keeps you from being satisfied, you'll be satisfied. And what's that thing you do that keeps you from being satisfied? Pointing out that something's missing, pointing out that it's not the way you want it to be. We went all around that. We gave it everything that we've got and everything that Esther could find in her vocabulary to express the vibrational equivalency that she was feeling from us. Did you hear it? Yes. 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 Yeah. yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Really good.
2: Wow, how's that for believing in the power of satisfaction? So let's break down some of the things they talked about. Let's slow that down. Let's really chew on some of the morsels they give us there about the power of satisfaction. I really love that they talk about this fact that it's not about feeling satisfied about the things that you don't have. It's not about pretending it's okay to not have what you want. I really want us to hear that because what they had talked about is you you might have 10 things going terribly wrong if you can just focus on the one that feels satisfied, the other nine will come into compliance. They will find their way. I think that's a really important understanding. That's an important sort of metaphysical tool component to understand. I, I don't have to figure out all nine things, I have to focus in on being in the receiving mode, which is feeling satisfied about something. Because it's, if something isn't happening, isn't coming, that we've asked for, that we have truly come from that place of alignment and knowing that it is a desire that is of our truest nature, and it's not coming, it is our thoughts and our feelings that are slowing the momentum. And so it's good to kind of just sit with that. That's good news, bad news, right? Good news. It's just my thoughts, bad news. It's just my thoughts. (laughs) But they've really given us a trick of the trade here. They've given us an in because we all know how to find satisfaction. We all know how to focus on something that is satisfaction. It is really about knowing this trick and using it every day in every way because our inner being knows what we want and is satisfied with where we are in our journey to it. And we can just open up that momentum even more. But it's about touching the hem of the garment of satisfaction. Because when we do, we're in the Christ consciousness. We are there in that magical place. And satisfaction will get you what you want every time. But it is about a commitment to that. It is about a constant and consistent understanding about the power of reaching for and finding satisfaction. There is no resistance in satisfaction. Isn't that interesting? There is no resistance in the energy and the emotion of feeling satisfied. That is why it works. That's its magic. Because when there is no resistance, what we want simply comes because we have asked and it has been given. So we got to get off the subjects that are unsatisfying. Oh, this is so opposite of what we've been taught. We've been taught to get to the bottom of it, to figure and dig and get up underneath the unsatisfaction, unravel it. And sometimes it can, it can be satisfying to figure out why we're unsatisfied, but move on. There's no bottom there. We got to find something to feel satisfied. Because satisfaction is the key and you cannot be walking on this big blue gorgeous planet with nature and animals and even our crazy humans and not find something to feel satisfied about, even if it's a penny in your pocket and it's all you've got. That satisfaction is there somewhere. Somehow. And it is a practice. It really is a mantra. It is a practice. It's a commitment. It's a mantra to see and to catch it. That cup of coffee in the morning. Mm, That's satisfying. That laughter. That's satisfying. It is really a practice. They're really talking about having faith in satisfaction and really wanting satisfaction more than the thing itself, more than the money, more than relationship, more than the body issue, whatever it is, really choosing satisfaction over that in whatever way that you can get it. Because when we step into satisfaction, we are now in the receiving mode. We are touching the hem of the garment. That is the Christ consciousness. We are in that place where we're whispered to, Come here, come there. And it doesn't mean that everything unfolds perfectly. Don't be fooled by that. We're on the planet. This is a contrasty place. But the contrast serves. And the clarity that comes from the contrast serves. And you don't lose faith that that which is wanted is coming, is here. And it's simply a matter of finding satisfaction in the pocket. So it's really feeling satisfied on the way to being satisfied with what you want. It is such an incredible hack, hack in a good way, (laughs) hack in a shortcut way. And so what an extraordinary tip to know, to know that when you can reach for satisfaction on whatever you can find, that you have activated all the more complex and intricate and very wanted things that are coming to you. Isn't that interesting to know the metaphysics of that? And what a delightful workaround. Oh, dang, I've got to feel satisfied in order to receive what it is that I'm wanting. Because satisfaction is really who you truly are. At some level, again, knowing that this is the right time and the right place and the right people, that whatever is unfolding for you is for you. I think one of the most interesting things about this concept is the fact that we have all become very comfortable with dissatisfaction. We have normalized dissatisfaction to the point we don't even realize we're dissatisfied anymore. It just feels like, you know, this is how life is. So it truly is a kind of an awakening to decide that I am not okay with dissatisfaction, but I'm not going to make it right, control it right. I'm simply going to turn my cheek. I'm going to find something. I'm going to pull my focus. I'm going to use the power of my imagination and the power of my focus to find something that does feel satisfying. And I'm going to build a momentum where I'm kind of swinging from one satisfying tree limb to another. (laughs) I'm this Jane of the jungle, moving from one swinging vine of satisfaction to another, when suddenly I land right where everything that I have asked for is available, or at least the path to it is so clear that your action is delicious, that your action is unstoppable, that your action is in alignment. What a great system, right? And if we can trust that system, but you don't have to take my word for it. Try it out. Give yourself 30 days where you're determined to turn to something satisfying. Day in, day out. Yeah, you're going to pop out. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to move through some stuff. You're going to get an email. You're going to get a knock at the door. Someone's going to say something. Something's going to go terribly wrong. I get that. But in the pockets, practice, practice, practice satisfaction and then watch the magic of the universe because now the whispers and the intuition and the promptings will come because you're cooking with gas. Find satisfaction even in the absence of what you're wanting. Again, not convincing yourself that you can't have what you want. That is not what we are asking you to do. We're looking to get into the energy of satisfaction because that is the receiving mode. And that's when everything can pop into the physical. So again, slow it down. It is that first sip of cup of coffee in the morning or tea or whatever it is that you love to drink. It is lying in bed in the morning and just for a minute before you have to get into your day, appreciating your mattress, those cool sheets. It is appreciating that view as you come around the corner on your way to work where the mountain and the Sun and the sky is just breathtaking it is in that moment to see a turquoise bicycle and revel at the intricacies and the beauty of the moving of the wheels and you know what I mean it's it's about finding satisfaction in our daily lives, that then leads us to vibrating at that high level of satisfaction that the universe is at its core. They laid out the steps pretty clearly there. One, we've asked, two, it's given, and three, three learning to feel satisfied. Because when you get what it is you want, you'll feel satisfied. So if you feel satisfied first, (laughs) what you want can come. What a system. Isn't it extraordinary that we know what we know? Well, we've come to the end of our time together on this summer session in my backyard having a listening party with you and me and these extraordinary teachers and a lot of mosquitoes that are flying around. (laughs) I hope you've heard something that can remind you about the power you have to receive what it is you've asked for. And there is a way to be happy on the way to being happy. You've been listening to Everyday Attraction on Unity.fm. This is your feel good sister, Ray. And as we like to say on every show, feel good, sisters and brothers. And we'll see you next time.